Hey guys, and welcome back to my podcast in a monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Hope you're all well. Kind of excited for today's podcast. I feel like, I don't know, it's just like a fun topic. I asked on my Instagram for like your most underrated and overrated things, and I'm excited to discuss. Hear that? It's the sound of someone whacking the ground with a rake. Specifically, they're beating around the bush, which we've done enough of in this ad too, so let's get right to it. The new moneymaker scratch-off from the Ohio Lottery doesn't beat around the bush. Money maker. Play the game and you could win money. Up to $2 million. With more than $88 million in prizes, ranging from $50 to $500, Moneymaker cuts right to the cash. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Play responsibly. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, so before we get stuck into today's podcast, just thought I'd give you a quick update. I feel like I kind of made this a thing randomly that I give you like a weekly update. But anyway, I'm going to give you it anyway. You definitely don't care. So I got back from Paris Fashion Week a couple of days ago. I didn't really have that much to update you on. I'm not going to lie. I feel like everyone online makes it seem like the best time ever, which you're obviously going to do. Everyone always does that on social media. Like it's a highlight reel, isn't it? I was so grateful to be there. Like, Obviously, all my friends were there. I was there for work, which I'm so, like, blessed to say. And got to go to, like, an amazing show. I went to the Stella McCartney show, which was so cool. And, like, in the coolest location ever. Like, you could see the Eiffel Tower and all. Anyway, so grateful and everything. But, like, a lot of it is spent just, like, doing absolutely nothing. Because, like, I was there for, like, five days. And I could tell you, like, every activity I did in about 10 seconds. I went to two parties and a fashion show. But I made it seem like I was having the time of my life. So I'm just, like... Just trying to stress that, like, don't believe anything you see online. Like, we had no plans. Like, most nights, like, we would we had to go to like Irish bars, like Irish pubs in in Paris because, like, we had no plans. Like, there was no parties on, or else we weren't invited to the parties. Because, like, I don't really get invited to parties. Like, I don't really know anyone like that. Like, the only time I go to parties is like whenever one of my friends gets us in. Like, my friends, like Millie and Fuzz, are so good at like having connections everywhere and being like, "Can we come to this party?" And then I just tag along with them. But a lot of the time, like, we were just going to these like random Irish pubs to like drink and have fun because we there was no there was no glamorous parish fashion week going on but like we I don't show you that side that's the thing like no one shows up that side on like 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 I was like vlogging as well and like I just made it I don't know I don't I don't know why I'm even telling you this I just want to like fill you in that like yeah I got back from Paris fashion week and it was fun but it was also like not anything that is made out to be on the on the internet anyway moving on I've got back a couple days and I've been like really zen so like I think a couple podcasts ago I was saying how I was feeling like so anxious and like on the brink of crying or throwing up at any given time for absolutely no reason and like I would get a message from someone like one of my friends and they'd be like hey and that's it and my heart would sink like I was just so on edge like if my manager rang me my heart would sink and I would like not reply or like not answer texts or answer any calls because I was just so on edge and like I have no idea why I was on edge but I guess that's just like what happened like there's no there's no rhyme or reason to why you feel like that but like 
since getting back from Paris, I've just been like feeling a lot better. So I, I thought I'd like update you because obviously a lot of people like messaged me after that podcast, like to say that they felt the same way and that like, I don't know, like everyone's been there and stuff. But what I've like kind of done differently is that I've been like playing a lot of piano and I guess that's like my hobby. That's like my only really hobby is I play piano and I'm not amazing at it. I'm not that good at it. Like I literally had to quit after grade six because I was like, I just could not do it anymore. Like my fingers did not move that quickly. But like whenever I start to feel like that anxiety or like, feeling sick or if I get a message and someone's like hey can I ask you a question and I feel like I'm gonna be sick I'm just like shut up put my phone down and I go play a bit of piano or what else have I been doing it's been a bit sunny recently so I've been sitting on my balcony with Phil I let Phil go on my balcony and we just sit and sunbathe and I don't sit and go on my phone all day every day and scroll and like wait for I don't know I just feel like it, it really messes up my mental health sitting on my phone and like waiting for someone to text me does that make any sense I just like what I'm trying to say is like if you have a hobby or something that's not on your phone I would highly recommend doing it whenever you feel that way maybe that's like not a common thing to like feel like you're gonna be sick every time someone messages you I don't know why I feel like that but like for example today I woke up and I went on my TikTok and on my for you page came up this like old clip it was from one of Kate Elizabeth's videos like back in I want to say September or something maybe October and we were in Manchester and me and Lewis like used to always like make this joke well it was mostly Lewis um that he <laughs> that he got with H like obviously Lewis did not get with H it's just like a funny joke <laughs> is it even funny it's not funny I don't know why I said that but like it's just like the next day like after a night out we'll FaceTime Lewis and he'll be like oh my god guys I got with H last night like just joking just stuff like that anyway I was in in Manchester with Kate and she was vlogging and I was like we went to this like u- like really horrible uni club I've talked about it before um in Manchester not that it's really horrible it was called Factory it was just like super sweaty which is like fine but like I had a really weird experience I think I told you guys about that on the podcast whenever that guy whispered in my ear that he walked through a mile of shards of glass to hear me fart just like did not enjoy it that much but anyway we were talking about it in Kate's vlog at how we were there and then I was like wait should I tell them what happened and she was like yeah and I was like I got with age like obviously joking I did not get with age in fact I didn't I've, I've never even met the guy anyway someone took that clip and put it on TikTok and I was like scrolling on TikTok this morning and I saw it and it had like it, it's not gone viral but it's had like probably like a couple hundred thousand views and like so many comments and all the comments are like uh Olivia is horrible I hate her like why would she do that just like like not like just really really nasty comments and I was like I, I, I could feel myself getting like oh my god oh my god oh my god like I'm shitting myself like this is so bad like I don't want people thinking this like like everyone hates me even though like it's a joke I obviously did not do anything wrong here and this vlog is from like six months ago like everyone's already seen this vlog and no one said anything about it but I guess it's just because it's on TikTok with like no context and I could I was about to like sit and like comment and, like message people being like shit what do I do what do I do and then I was like Olivia why the fuck do you care about this like you have not done anything here like why do you care if people are commenting like nasty stuff about something you haven't done and I was like okay calm down put my phone down didn't look at it didn't read through the comments like I usually do because I usually scroll for hours I can get people like writing horrible stuff about me and I just put my phone down and went and played piano I put a face mask on and I cuddled Phil and I felt so much better for it it also like really helps that like it's been very sunny recently. It's 16 degrees today in London. Like it's literally summer. I'm so happy and I'm like feeling so much better and I'm feeling more zen and I've stopped caring so much about what people say online and like stressing myself out on TikTok because like, I don't know, TikTok's a toxic place. But anyway, I thought I'd just give you like a quick update. Also, oh my God, I basically am on, what's it called? Like birth control, but I've always been on it since I was like 14 because I just have really heavy periods. I'm on like this pill basically. And I ran out of my prescription and I'm like the most like unorganized person when it comes to like adulting shit like 
doctors and prescriptions and whatnot. So I like rang my doctor and it turns out they've shut down. My doctor's is shut down. And um, the one I used to be at. So I like had to like change over to another doctor's near me now. And like I've been like trying to sort it out for two weeks, but I've been off my pill for two weeks now. Which is like when you've been on hormones, like like a certain like isn't that what the pill is? Hormones. When you've been on hormones since you were like 14, and then all of a sudden you stop taking it, like your skin freaks the fuck out a bit. My skin is not thriving in the slightest. Like it's literally like breaking out all over my chin and forehead. I feel like I'm 13 again, like going through puberty. If anyone has any tips on what to do, because like, I don't know. I think my, like my body's like shutting down. Like it's like, where where have all these hormones gone? Maybe like, I don't know. I've read like stories about people coming off the pill and their boobs shrinking as well. Like I can't afford that. I really cannot afford that right now because like I will literally end up with like an inverted chest. I wouldn't even have an inverted chest. It'll just be like missing. Like it would be like my neck and shoulders and then like a gap and then the rest of my body. So hopefully that doesn't happen. But yeah, I was like at the doctor's today trying to sort that out. No luck. Was in the doctor's for about an hour didn't nothing no progress was stressed out and I feel like when also whenever I'm stressed out I get really bad skin like during exam season my skin gets so bad and I was like you know what if I'm stressed out about this it's not gonna make you feel any better so I went for a little walk and I got a coffee and the sun was shining and yeah that's how I've been coping recently with stress I'm like not letting myself get to the point where I'm like gonna be sick of stress and it's really working I'm having I'm feeling really zen right now just thought I'd update you on that anyway that was my update about how I'm feeling I thought we could get into some underrated slash overrated things i asked my instagram story and i actually got some really really interesting ones so i thought we could discuss them my friend susie said the clubs are overrated and i can't agree more i actually can't really remember the last oh no i went to a club in paris um but like i can't remember the last time i organized with my friends to go to a club I just like I don't enjoy them I never come back from a club and be like whoa that was an amazing night like so glad I went to that club I have never not felt regret for going to a club I just like whenever I go out I like to speak to my friends and it's so hard to speak to people in a club I feel like okay sometimes I'm in a mood sometimes I'm in the mood to go to a club like if if I'm really really drunk I just want to go and dance on the dance floor because like my preferred event what would you call it my preferred night out would be like a pub or a bar or something and you can't really like dance in pubs that would probably be a bit weird if you got up and started dancing in a pub so like sometimes I agree that like clubs are really fun or or, you know what I really like like events like there's this place in London called Printworks and I just feel like that's fun like you buy a ticket to somewhere like it's in advance like you know it's coming up and then you can go dance there that's what I prefer over clubs I just yeah I completely agree I don't like clubs I think it's it's also kind of scary like I hear some horror stories of clubs and like even like I've had horror stories in clubs where like my friends have been like, where's Olivia gone? And then the bouncer comes and like, you need to like help her. Like she's like on the floor and like I had to be carried home. I mean, I've told you all about my club experiences and like, they're not good. So like sometimes like I just like, I'd rather avoid that whole scenario and just go to a pub instead. And like, it's so much more fun because you can sit and like talk with your friends. I brought cards to the pub the other day and I played a card game in the pub and I was like, okay, why am I like in my middle-aged era? But it's just so much more fun. I way prefer it. Um, I personally think clubs are overrated. I agree with that one. Speaking of cards, you know what else I got the other day? I went online and I ordered a backgammon board because it makes me really relaxed and I just enjoy it. Like I don't like it's like another way of me not to be on my phone because like I will I will say I'm addicted to my phone. Like I feel like we all are realistically. So I've been trying to like get things like that are gonna like stimulate me that aren't on my phone. And I used to play backgammon a lot whenever I was younger. Um, we had a house in Cyprus and I feel like it's quite like a like a European game isn't it backgammon I feel like it was probably like a Turkish game 
I think I looked that up the other day. I think it's a Turkish game. It's like, it's just like a board game if you don't know what it is. And I've been having so much fun playing it. Uh, I've really gone back into backgammon. If anyone wants to play me in backgammon, let me know because I'll whip your ass. I'm so good at it. Someone said cargos are underrated. I feel like they're like probably rated like as they should be right now because like everyone is wearing them and I personally love them so much I love that they're baggy I mean you don't have to wear baggy ones there's some ones from like Urban Outfitters that are tight in the bum if you've got a good bum you should get them but um I just love the really really baggy ones because I personally would rather wear I've talked about this before like baggy clothes and not have to worry about how my how my body's looking in a certain way and just like have so much room to move I've got freedom I don't know I just I love baggy cargo so much that she like all I wear these days like them are like baggy trucky bottoms I like posted a TikTok with Lewis and it was that TikTok like oh like a relay race what I pull up in the spot you know that one and I was wearing like the white did I speak about this before I don't know if I did the white 194 cargos the ones that I always wear like the really really baggy ones and I had to delete the TikTok because I got so much hate on them and I was like hold on I swear like these are in at the minute like I swear everyone wears these big baggy cargos anyway I can never keep up to be honest TikTok confuses me so much like I don't know. I I personally love them, so I don't care what anyone TikTok says. But yeah, baggy cargos are the one. I hope they don't like. I feel like they can't really go chuggy, can they? Because it's not like a, like a bold, bright pattern that's like gonna be chuggy in like a year. Like I don't think cargos are a micro trend. Like they have been around for ages, haven't they? I fucking hope they're not a micro trend because I have to get rid of my whole wardrobe. No, but I've actually said I'm not doing that anymore. Like I feel like micro trends is only a thing if you like believe in that. Does that make any sense? Like yes, some people think. North faces are chuggy, but if you don't think they're chuggy and you wear them in a cool way and you style it how you like, I don't know, how you like it, then like fuck off. Chugginess, like chuggy isn't the word. Like that's just like own personal opinion. That made no sense. But uh, <laughs> like I literally like I stopped wearing my North Face jacket. And I thought to myself, like, why the, why have I done that? Like I love North Face jackets. Like, why am I letting someone on TikTok calling a North Face jacket chuggy stopping me from wearing it? Like, if I like a North Face jacket, I'm going to wear it. I don't care if it was in trend last year. It's also in trend now, if I say it is. Sorry. <laughs> I just feel quite passionate about it because they're fucking expensive coats. They're like, what, 200 quid? You're not going to spend 200 quid on a coat to just not wear it because someone on TikTok, sallied on the road, said it's chuggy. Anyway, moving on. feel kind of passionate about that. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Someone said, success is overrated. Why can't I just float through life doing what I want regardless of expectations? Oh my God. Am I about to have like a crisis? That's actually a really, really good point. I suppose that like kind of comes down to how you look at life. Like I feel like there's two types of people. Like some people think that we are here 
for a reason we were like created by something and we need to make our time on this earth count and all that kind of stuff like everyone has a purpose or else there's just like we're here by chance because of I don't know like evolution because of some sort of science thing and everything kind of doesn't matter because we're so irrelevant in this great in the greater scheme of things <laughs> is that a, in the greater scheme of things like we're just so pointless and like the size of us compared to the whole universe is is that the unit the galaxy who knows I'm not good at stuff like that I don't know that we're just so like minuscule and yeah basically like we're just here to float and then die and then that's it do you know what I mean like and I used to be that kind of person that I was like um nothing matters in life <laughs> not in like a depressing way but it is just like I, I'm, a, I'm a very sciencey, like mathsy person over English. Like I like it when there's one one answer, and I personally believe in like the theory of evolution and stuff, and that we're just basically here by accident rather than the theory of like religion and that we all have a purpose. I think the idea that we were all created by something higher is a is a really nice idea, and I don't judge people for having that opinion. But personally, I'm just like I just believe always believe in science. This could come back to bite me in the ass one day. You never know; might end up in hell. Who knows? But I. I used to I used to think like oh, oh everything is so pointless like why do we like why do we even try because we're just gonna die and that's it but that's not a nice way to live life or think about anything like having that outlook is not helpful for you and like yeah your life might be irrelevant but like you're still gonna be here for 80 years so might might as well have a good time do some things with your life but I get, I get what you're saying about success is overrated like why do we like think that we have to strive to be like the most successful person ever I feel like that's maybe something that was like hammered into us at a young age like what's wrong with just like I don't know working at a cafe your whole life and like just living a like a like a and like a not massively over what even is success sorry like why do we correlate success with money this question is too loaded okay this opinion I think I have to move on because I might have a midlife crisis or was it existential crisis that's what I'm having right now like I literally like I had one of them when I was, I think, 14, because in my school, it was, like, quite religious. Like, I went to, like, a Methodist school, which is, like, a religion, I'm pretty sure. Is it? Protestant? Reli- I don't know. Anyway, I went to a Methodist school, and, like, it's a very, like, we had a chapel in our school, and, like, in RE, if you wrote against, you know, like, it, it, you have to, like, write the two sides of an argument in RE, and one is, like, the religious side, and then one's the not religious side. If you, like, wrote against religion, you would be like marked down because every, all the RE teachers were like Bible bashers. Oh, can you say that? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, um, I, and because of that, because my teacher like just like never really spoke about the other argument, like the not religious side, like made me really passionate to like discover the other side. And like my parents, like I really respect them for how they raised us. Like they never, ever pushed religion on us at all. Like I wasn't even christened, do you know what I mean? Like they just left up like all to our own devices to discover. Like if we wanted to like, I mean, I remember one time I was about seven years old and my next door neighbor was um really religious. Like they would go to church every Sunday. And I was like, I'm so jealous. Like I want to be religious. And I got a Bible and I went to church twice. And that was it. I was that was my religious era, and that was done. And then when I was fourteen, and like I, my RE teacher pissed me off. Essentially, I then got really into atheism and like philosophers. There was a philosopher called Richard Dawkins. I would like buy his books and read them all, and like highlight my favorite quotes and like go like read them all to my parents. My parents were like, "Please leave us alone. Like we don't care about your like, what would you call that? Like religion journey." <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. But he was like very much theory of evolution. Like nothing really matters. And then I kind of had like an existential crisis in that way. No, I just don't really care. And I don't really like like to read into it. I don't really like to think about it too much about like the relevance of us on this earth. 
because it just kind of stresses me out. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's not really any answers for anything. So, like, what's the point in even thinking about it? Someone said the app Visco is underrated. Do you call it Visco or VSCO? This brings me back. This gives me war flashbacks to like when I was 15. We in my school or like in Belfast, I don't know if it was an English thing as much, but in Belfast, Visco was used like Instagram. Like we would literally post on Visco every single day and we would like aim captions at people. The photos, I, I literally had to like delete, like permanently remove my account because I looked through it one day and I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. I would like post photos of like, you know when you're like lying down like on your bed and you like take photos of like your knees, like whenever they're like scrunched up, do you know what I mean? Like I would post that, put it in black and white and like, and then post it with like a quote from like Marvin's Room by Drake. And like one time, oh my God, one time, <laughs> me and my like ex-boyfriend, this is when I was like 14, he like bought me a blanket and like wrote his name on the label of the blanket. And <laughs> I posted a photo of the blanket with the, the like the label which with his name written on it, cut off and like me holding it. Like I posted that on Visco and was like, haha, like fuck you. Like as the caption, like I was like, I was so cringe and I didn't delete any of this until like literally last year. Like I hope none of you ever found my Visco because you'd be in for a fucking tree. Like it was the worst thing ever. But yeah, like Visco was a big thing back in the day and I don't have the app anymore you said it's underrated Ava but I don't agree I think it needs to be removed permanently I hate it so much it just like it really brings me back and not in a good way and like you can like favorite things on Visco so like I remember like if a boy favorited your Visco it meant like you're in it's so weird that that was like a thing Someone said, what are some things that you do slash hangout spots in London that you think are under or overrated? Overrated, I would probably say like Oxford Street. I feel like that's kind of the first thing that everyone does whenever you come to London. And it's the first thing that I did as well whenever I first came to London. Like I wanted to go to Oxford Street and like Piccadilly Circus and all the like, I don't know, the central London things to do. But like, I have like, I I literally do not go to Oxford Street I hate it so much. Like, I just don't understand, like, wh- what you do there. Because, like, there's not even, like, the big top shop anymore. The big top shop was a highlight of Oxford Street. Like, unless, like, I needed, like, an a- Apple laptop charger, then I just wouldn't go. And even if at that, like, I would just order stuff online. Like, if I ever need basics, like, a basic black t-shirt, I'm ordering online. I'm not going all the way to Oxford Street for it. Like, I just do not go there. Underrated, I'd probably say... Oh my god, I went to this place the other day and I have to tell you about it. Actually, I don't know if I already told you about it, but I'm gonna tell you about it again anyway. It's in Carnaby. I think Carnaby is really cute and it's like it's kind of near Oxford Street and there's like cool, there's a like an end end clothing store um near Carnaby and stuff, uh, which is really cool and nice. Like there are nice places near Oxford Street. I just feel like the like Oxford Circus bit is just so overrated. But right, anyway, there was this restaurant called Ugly Dumpling and my friend Tilly brought me and it's genuinely unreal. If you like dumplings and like gyoza and sh- stuff, is it the same thing? I don't think it is. Um, you need to go to this place. It's so good. They do like margarita pizza dumplings. It was incredible. Another underrated place, probably if you go to Brick Lane to go to like vintage shopping because there's loads of vintage shopping there and it's really, really good. If you ever come to London and you want to get some clothes, would highly recommend Brick Lane. Loads of cool shops on it. And there's like a whole like vintage market there. Um, behind it, they have food trucks. And I can't remember what cuisine it is. I think it might be Tibetan. They do the most 
amazing dumplings ever you like get to pick like your filling and then they go through and they have all these different toppings and you can choose like your different oils and like sauces and chives and oh it's amazing I cannot recommend it enough and then beside it there's a vegan Mr. Whippy fan you can get like what's it called Mr. Whippy ice cream I guess but vegan it's amazing cannot recommend that enough if you're in London you need to do that and like on a sunny day like you could go do that and then go like do a bit of vintage shopping and then maybe go to Box Park and get a wee cocktail like honestly the world is your oyster um that's like my like probably most underrated thing to do in London Someone said Tesco club card underrated this like really brings me back to when we were younger my mom used to like collect Tesco club card points and then use them to take us to Pizza Express. Did anyone else's mum do that? Like, is that a universal thing? Like every Friday we'd be off to Pizza Express and we'd get the whole meal free because my mum was just collecting these like club card points and coupons. And also it really pissed me off because like obviously I've got a bit of an obsession with ketchup. And as I've gotten older, I've gotten better like to the point that like if I go to a restaurant and I ask for ketchup and they don't have it, I'm not going to throw a tantrum. But Pizza Express never had ketchup. I don't think they do to this day. It's kind of disgraceful. Like I actually know it's not disgraceful because it's an Italian and like Italians absolutely hate ketchup. I used to have like an Italian boyfriend and I put ketchup on my pasta and every time he'd like literally be sick in his mouth and um we would go to pizza express every friday and they wouldn't have ketchup and i was like 12 at this point so i would take myself off there was marks and spencers right next door go get a bottle of ketchup and bring it back in just to like a big fuck you to the pizza express workers and i would put ketchup all over my pizza if you haven't tried ketchup on your pizza I would highly recommend it's so delicious Someone said Robert Patton, Pattinson. How do you say that? Pattinson? Pattinson? Uh, who knows? Mystery. Robert Pattinson's acting skills are extremely underrated. This man is the one. So I, as much as I say I love Robert Pattinson so much, I actually haven't really seen many of his movies. Like I think I've only really seen Twilight. Like there's very few people, like I don't really watch movies for the actors in it. I just watch it like for the like the plot or something or like the hype like I really like Tom Holland but like he recently released a movie like on a quest for treasure I'm, I'm not gonna watch it even though I like him anyway I'm going to actually see Batman tonight which I'm really really excited about I'll tell you how it is in the next episode I do like oh my god wait I'm gonna say this wrong it's not Marvel is it it's it's DC oh, I literally don't care like I can't like wait for the angry boys to send me DMs about this but anyway I like like superhero films like quite a lot so I feel like I'm gonna like this and like he's a great actor I think he's hilarious but I more love him as like just like a person like I think he's so funny have you watched his like press interviews that he's been doing for this movie he's literally like a psychopath like he ha- is like a compulsive liar but like in a, like, in a really funny way like he made up that he has a fear of clowns because whenever he was younger he went to a circus and one died right in front of him and this is like he said this years ago and like everyone like there's like compilations of him lying in interviews on YouTube and I'd seen that before and he did like a press interview like literally last week for Batman and the interviewer like brought up like his phobia of clowns because of his like traumatic experience one and like Robert Pattinson had no idea what he was talking like what the interviewer was talking about because he he just lied about it and he completely forgotten and lied about it like he just makes up these elaborate stories and I think it's fucking hilarious I love doing that I love like harmless lying like on nights out like as I said, I'm I'm doing finance at King's College. If anyone asks, I love making up stuff like that. And like loads of my friends do as well. It's 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 really it's like storytelling and there's no harm in it either. Anyway, so excited to see that tonight. We'll let you know how it goes. I'm gonna head off now because as I said, it's summer in London at the minute. It's just randomly decided to be summer. 16 degrees. Like in Belfast, that's tops off weather. We have this thing like in Belfast, if it's warm, we all like taps off. 
and everyone just takes their tops off. Not girls. Even though I could probably wear take my top off and like no one would be offended because I am a boy. But anyway, um, <laughs> it is tops off weather and I'm sweating and I need to open the window. But if I open the window, then you'll hear all the birds outside. But how weird is this? Sorry, I'm going off on so many tangents here. There's like parrots outside my house. So like I there's like rumors of why the parrots are here, but there's like quite a few or is it parakeets? And um, they're like these like green exotic birds. There's rumors that a long time ago they were accidentally let out of the zoo or something like that, and they just sort of like they just like lived in London and like they just float about London and they like breeded and they're everywhere and I have a park right beside my house and they're all over the park and now they've come into the trees beside me and they're really really loud but I kind of kind of like it it's like something cool to look at anyway I'm gonna, um, I would open the window but you would hear them it would not be enjoyable for you because they kind of screech so I'm gonna leave you love you and leave you and I'll see you next week thanks for listening bye Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia. Olivia.